0: Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul, and I gave thee thy master's house, thy master's wives under thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. That is, God says, I would have given you Anything that your heart wanted, if you would have asked me for it, and it would have been a right thing. Verse 9, Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? God said this was sin. After all, who said it was sin? It's God who said it. And somebody comes to me and says, Oh, how could God say that David's a man after his own heart when he committed such an awful sin? And I always like to say, who told you it was such a great sin? It's God who said it was. It's God who made this a great sin. And today in the new morality, they're saying this is not sin. God still says this is sin. And God says the man after his own heart can't get by with it. David didn't get by with it. As we'll see, listen to God now as he's speaking. Verse 9, wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight. Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword, hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Don't you imagine, friends, that that court there that day was shocked, because there were many of them standing there that day that didn't know. And now they're hearing Nathan accuse David of the most brutal crimes that are written in the book. The things that God says thou shalt not, David has done Is he going to get by with it? Will you notice verse 10? Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thine house, because thou hast despised me, and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Now may I say, Christian friend, when the question rises... Can you commit sin as a Christian? And the answer is yes, you can. But when you do, you despise God. That's what you do. God says that. I didn't say it. And God says, I won't let you get by with it. You're my child. David's not going to get by with it. Listen to what God says. Here, the sword will never depart from thy house. And because you took the wife Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I'll raise up evil against thee out of thine own house. And friends, in the next chapter, a scandal breaks out among the children of David, and it's an awful thing. Heartbreak to this man. You will never find him whimpering or crying out to God about it, because David knew that God was putting a lash on his back. All David wanted is, as the heart panteth after the water brook, So paneth my soul after thee, O God. He says, I'll take thy wives before thine eyes, give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For thou didst it secretly, but I'll do this thing before all Israel and before the son. Now listen to David. Now David could have done many things, as we've said. Other rulers of the world would never have acted like David. David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. David should have died, of course, for this. Howbeit, because by this deed, thou hast given occasion to the enemies of the Lord to blaspheme the child also that's born unto thee shall surely die. And friends, they still blaspheme God because of what David did. When I was past in downtown Los Angeles, on many occasions, I had some vile person, unbeliever, skeptic come and say to me, how could God choose a man like David? And they would leer at you, you know. God says you caused the enemy to blaspheme. Still blasphemes. God's going to take him to the woodshed. And Nathan departed unto his house. And the Lord struck the child at Uriah's wife, bare unto David, and it was very sick. David therefore besought God for the child. David fasted and went in and lay all night upon the earth. The elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth. He would not, neither did he eat bread with him. He went before God and pled with God to spare the little fellow's life, and finally why they brought word to him that the child was dead. And verse 19, But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He's dead. Then David arose from the earth, washed and anointed himself, changed his apparel, came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house. And when he required, they set bread before him, and he did eat. Now, all of them are astounded. He had been in sackcloth and ashes. Now the child is dead, and he should mourn, and he's not mourning at all. Listen to him in verse 22. He said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who can tell whether God will be gracious to me, that the child may live? But now he is dead, wherefore should I fast?' Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. You see, David knew the little one was saved. He said, I'll go to him someday. He could never come to me. A child dying in infancy goes to be with the Lord. Where it says in Scripture, it says their spirits or their angels are before my Father in heaven. Speaking of the little ones, the word angels should be spirits. And it means when a little one dies, that he goes immediately to be with the Lord today. That is the teaching of the Word of God. And I don't know about you, but it means a great deal to me because I've got a little one up there, and I'm looking forward someday to going and being with that little one, you know. David could rejoice now, but when Absalom later on dies, and that's another thing was a heartbreak to David... David wept and moaned. Why? Because he wasn't sure about Absalom. And he had a right to take that position. I'm not sure about him either, but I don't know. Verse 24, And David comforted Bathsheba, his wife, and went in unto her and lay with her. And she bare a son. And he called his name Solomon. And the Lord loved him. And he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet. And he called his name Jedidiah. Because of the Lord, and that means beloved of the Lord. And now we find David going back out to battle, and we find him in Joab. Verse 26, fought against Rabbah of the children of Ammon, and they took the royal city. David now is back out in the field where he should have been all along. Now the question is, David... kingdom continues to be extended and expanded, and David becomes a great, great ruler of that day. What about the sin? Did he get by with his sin? Well, the very next chapter, and we find out that he had a son that committed an awful crime, that he raped his half-sister, a daughter of David, and Absalom, the full brother of the Girl, it was rape. He killed him. Killed the other one. Say, that was a scandal. Can you imagine how that spread over Israel? They said, look at the king ruling over us. And he can't even rule his own household. Look at the awful thing that's taking place yonder in the palace. Poor David. Honestly, before we get through with the life of David... I feel like saying to the Lord, Lord, you whipped him enough. You put the lash on his back. Why don't you take it off? You've whipped him enough. But you know, David never said that. David went into the presence of God, and there's a psalm that goes with this chapter. I think you know which one it is. It's Psalm 51. David went in before God, and he says, have mercy upon me, O God. According to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me throughly from mine iniquity, cleanse me from thy sin. And then he said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Bring me back, David says, into fellowship with you. That's the thing David wanted above everything on this earth. And David never whimpered or cry about this. David knew that this was that which was coming to him because of his sin. Oh, my friend, today, a child of God just doesn't get by with it. That's all.